You're listening to the Lawn Care Business Success Podcast, the weekly show sharing proven methods and systems in marketing, equipment, and customer service, educational and motivational, to help make your lawn care business an overwhelming success. Now here's your host, Julio Tomei. Welcome, Lawn Care Nation, to another episode of the Lawn Care Business Success Podcast. I'm your host, Julio Tomei, from LawnCareBusinessSuccess.com, and this is episode number 31, entitled, New Year, New Season. Well, hello, everybody, and thanks for uh, joining me again this week for another episode of the Lawn Care Business Success Podcast. Uh, Happy New Year to everybody. Uh, This is the first episode uh, back after taking a little break over the holiday season, uh, in 2015 and now with 2016 upon us, uh, and being the first week of January here recording this, um, getting, uh, you know, ready and excited for the new season. So I wanted to, um, just talk to you guys that are just starting out and sort of go over, you know, sort of uh, some of the things that come to mind, um, when getting ready for the new lawn care season. Um, and just a few, uh, uh, points to go over before I get into that. Um, as always, um, if, uh, you could, uh, or are interested in following me on Instagram, uh, you can do so by looking for lawn care business success as the username, as well as on YouTube, lawn care business success, uh, as well. Um, a note on YouTube. I know I said a few weeks ago, that uh, I was going to be putting up some videos and uh, was actually waiting upon uh, a lighting kit and stuff to come uh, because the videos I had done uh, turned out way too dark and grainy. Um, Unfortunately, the lighting kit got lost in transit and I got a full refund uh, on Amazon from the seller. Uh, So I had to reorder a new set of lights. I waited uh, almost a month for those to come and uh, now... uh, uh, had to reorder. So, uh, then this new set is hopefully coming, uh, in the next day or so, uh, here the first week of January, they're due to arrive. Um, so, uh, hopefully I can get, uh, onto the videos, uh, when those arrive, um, as well. Um, if you guys, uh, find value in the, uh, uh, information that I provide throughout these podcasts and you want to support the show, a great way to do it is uh, with our Amazon affiliate links. Uh, and you can find that at lawncarebusinesssuccess.com forward slash Amazon. And uh, just by using that affiliate link for our Amazon, anything that you purchase uh, on Amazon, uh, once you go through that affiliate links, the prices are the same to you, but we uh, uh, get a small commission back um, for anything that uh, people buy through that link. Uh, so that helps offset the cost of the show. Uh, and I appreciate anybody that does that as well. Don't forget to join my mailing list at lawncarebusinesssuccess.com. And uh, just go to the top of the page there. And you'll see, uh, enter your email address uh, to join the mailing list. And uh, when you do, you'll get a free uh, download of a landscape maintenance contract that you can download and uh, use. It's a PDF form, so you can change it and use it uh, as you see fit um, to uh, use it for quoting or uh, the actual contracting uh, for your lawn care business. So this week's uh, episode here, the first one back, I thought it would be relevant um, and um, that it would be uh, prudent to go over 
Um, some things to look out for here during this first week of January. Uh, before you know it, the lawn care season will be upon us again, depending on where you are. Um, I'm mainly talking about uh, North America here, um, where I'm from. Um, so if you're in other parts of the world, in New Zealand or Australia and stuff, you're uh, probably full at it with uh, uh, your lawn care season at the moment. But here uh, in North America, where it's winter um, and the lawns are not growing anymore, um, you know, we are looking forward to uh, March and April uh, to come so we can start uh, mowing lawns again. Now, typically here where I live, like I've mentioned in past videos, um, the lawn care season has uh historically started the first week of April. So that first week of April, I would be going and uh, doing my cuts and that would last until typically Halloween. So last week of October uh, is basically the uh, the growing season here uh, on the west coast of Canada. Um, now, during the last two years, uh, a slightly different trend has happened, at least on the west coast. Um, where uh, the winters have become a lot milder. Uh, in fact, we haven't had uh, a major snow dumping in a long time. We had one uh, last night. It was just a, a few centimeters, um, nothing crazy, maybe uh, an inch or two maybe accumulated on the ground, uh, but nothing. Um, I think 2010 was the last uh, time we had some major, major snow uh, here in on the West Coast. And typically, a West Coast, I'm talking uh, basically around uh, the city of Vancouver, uh, British Columbia. Um, now, um, so typically, uh, with that, the milder winters, I've found in the last two years that instead of starting in April, um, last year was the first year I had to start mowing the first week of uh, March instead of the first week of April. And likewise, instead of ending uh, that last week of uh, uh, Halloween, uh, the mowing has taken me all the way to the first week of December. Um, and the same thing continued this year, uh, where I mowed right up to uh, that first week of December. So uh, I'm anticipating uh, here that uh, we will have an early start to spring again. Uh, and that means uh, the mowing season is uh, roughly uh, only two months away. Uh, so now is the time to make sure you have everything in order um, to be ready uh, for the lawn care season. You're going to uh, want your flyers or postcards, whatever you have uh, decided to use as your marketing material uh, to be ready in hand uh, so that you can start uh, going out there. I would say that uh, it's probably too early right now to start uh, going out and, uh, and putting those down. Um, but certainly first week of February, um, you can uh, start to uh, do that. Um, and uh, some of the other things that you want to make sure, uh, hopefully you guys have a, your uh, company's website up and running and ready to go. 
Uh, if you haven't done that already, uh, you want to get that done as quick as possible here, um, especially if you're uh, building the website from scratch, as it will take a few months for uh, Google and uh, the other search engines to uh, sort of uh, pick it up and get it into sort of regular uh, circulation in the search uh, engines. So uh, typically, hopefully you guys have that done already so that it's uh, good to go as the, uh, uh, you know, months and the season draws near and your uh, potential clients start to do those, um, you know, web searches for lawn care companies in the uh, areas that you're servicing that uh, your website is ready to go uh, for that to show up. Also, make sure that you have um, that Google Places um, uh, registered and ready to go so that, uh, you show up, uh, you know, top of the list, uh, geographically when people are, um, searching, uh, those, uh, for those web results, uh, like I've mentioned before in the past with Google places, um, when you register your business, Google will physically send you a postcard in the mail um, to verify that you are a real business at the address or location that you say you are. Now, you don't have to put your physical address um, into your Google Places listing. So if you are a mobile service business, you don't have to actually put, uh, you know, if your office is out of your house, you don't have to actually put your house address in the listing, but you just have to uh, let Google know that address um, for verification purposes so that they can send you uh, their postcard. So what they'll do is they'll send you that after you register, they'll send you a postcard to that physical address that um, you register with them. And on that postcard will uh, be a code that you then log into uh, your Google Places account to verify uh, your um, business uh, by entering the code that they provided on the postcard that they physically sent you. That lets Google know that you really are a real business uh, in that uh, particular area. Um, I guess this also um, prevents people from flooding um, Google with fake um business locations, um, as you can only have, uh, you know, the one location per address that you submit, you can have multiple locations as long as you can physically receive mail to those locations. Uh, so then what, what happens uh, with that is that when somebody is searching um, on their smartphone, uh, or even at uh, uh, home um, from a, a fixed location, um, if you are if they are in that area, uh, the closer they are to the service providers uh, in that area, um, the higher the ranking will be. So if somebody searches for lawn care uh, and they are, you know, four or five miles away uh, from your the center of your location, um, you know, you may show up uh, farther down the list in the Google Places rankings. Um, but if they're searching for you, 
uh, or they happen to search for lawn care, say, in the neighborhood that uh, you're located in, then you're going to pop up as the number one provider at the top of the, the search uh, rankings. Um, so make sure that you guys have that all uh, submitted and ready to go. If you haven't, uh, get on it right away um, to give uh, Google time to send out that postcard and stuff so you can verify that physical address. Um, the other thing is your business cards along with postcards. Uh, I guess these two, those two go hand in hand. So as, uh, hopefully you have your postcards and your business cards um, ready to go. Um, if you haven't already, Vistaprint is a, a great place to uh, get them done. Um, they look really professional from them. They have a quick turnaround time. Um, I use Vistaprint for all of my marketing materials, um, everything from my um, business cards, uh, the postcards. Um, I've used Vistaprint for my uh, Christmas cards um, and that sort of thing. So all the printed uh, material. The only thing I don't use Vistaprint for um, is I don't use them for my carbonless um, invoices uh, that I use for handwritten invoices um, for, um, you know, whenever you get like a walk-up uh, job typically, you know, you might be uh, doing a scheduled uh, job or something, and uh, you might have a neighbor or something walk across the street uh, asking you for a quote and stuff. So I have um, uh, one of those carbonless notepads that has uh, my invoice design on it with my logo and everything uh, on the the custom printed invoices, and then it has a custom carbonless copy of that uh, so it's like a two-part form a white top copy and then a yellow bottom copy um, so typically what I'll do I'll use that um, for uh, estimating as well as uh, invoicing and for receipts um, so uh, at the top of that uh, invoice um, book I have uh, three boxes uh, to check mark and one of them is for quote one of them is uh, you know invoicing uh, and then the other one is a receipt and basically I just check off uh, uh, the box corresponding to what I'm doing at the moment so if I'm going to somebody's house and I'm doing a written estimate I'll use that invoice book check off the quote um, little box there and then um you know, I can go from there, I can fill it out and tear off the top copy and uh, either leave that with the client. Uh, and then I have the uh, carbon uh, copy underneath, or uh, normally, actually, I'll do the vice versa, I'll give them the, the carbon copy of the uh, invoice so that I have the original ink copy uh, on hand uh, for my reference. Uh, and then that way, um, I know that no changes and stuff can be made uh, to the ink copy um, because they have the carbon copy uh, so that they can't come back and say that, no, you only uh, charge this much or something by changing a number or something like that. Um, so I give them the carbon copy and I'll usually attach one of my um, postcards or uh, business cards to that with a stapler uh, when I'm leaving their uh, their home. So hopefully you have something like that too, uh, ready uh, on hand uh, for your business. So uh, some form of invoicing. Um, I like doing the custom invoicing so that it uh, all flows. It's all part of the uh, marketing um, message that I'm trying to hit with my company logo and all that stuff, getting that uh, into people's minds, the consistency. They see the logos on the 
uh, trailers. They see the logos on the uniforms when I'm there. They see the logos on the business cards and postcards. They see the logo on the website. They see the logo on the invoices. It just makes it much more professional, uh, makes it seem, um, uh, gives you the overall uh, impression of professionalism and uh, that you're an established uh, business. Um, so I would suggest getting custom uh, invoices um, and quoting pads um, to use as well. Um, and like I say, those are probably the uh, the most important things to have ready at the moment. Um, obviously, having your equipment all tuned up and ready to go. If you're just starting out, um, you know, you may have new equipment uh, that you've just purchased or are going to purchase a lot of um, contractor uh, demo shows and stuff um, will be coming up uh, here in the beginning of spring or just, uh, you know, sales and things on equipment um, you'll find typically here um uh, either at the end of fall or in the beginning of spring, uh, from my experience, uh, where they have uh, <clears throat> new products unveiled and, uh, uh, you know, some deals and stuff. And, of course, uh, if you're in the United States, uh, there was the big GIE Expo there uh, in the fall. Uh, so there was uh, probably some good deals and stuff at that show. But in other areas, if you're not... Uh, you know, going out uh, to the GIE Expo and stuff like that. Um, typically, you're going to your local dealer. And uh, in the spring, usually for gardening equipment and stuff, is when you're going to find some good deals on uh, that as they bring in uh, lots of stock on uh, commercial equipment and stuff. Um, so you want to make sure that, uh, you know, if you don't have equipment that you've got that all sorted out on what you're going to be purchasing, uh, when you're going to be getting it to make sure you have it in time. If you're using existing equipment, um, you want to make sure that it's all tuned up, uh, ready to go, that you've got lots of spare lawnmower blades, uh, that they're all sharpened, uh, oil changes are done on equipment, spark plugs and air filters and all that stuff is all changed. If you've got, um, say, still um, branded um, uh, four-stroke um, equipment. <clears throat> you want to make sure that the valves are all adjusted. Everything's ready to go. Um, even, um, cleaning out the screens on the mufflers, making sure all the carbon buildup and stuff is all, uh, cleared away. Uh, a good way to do that, um, is just by, uh, removing that little screw on that, uh, muffler, pulling the screen out with some, uh, pliers and uh, just burning it using a torch or something to uh, heat up that screen till it's red hot will burn off all that carbon uh, and then you can just uh, quickly replace it and it's good as new um, so typically here I find uh, like I mentioned earlier uh, the beginning of February is when I would typically go out and start um, doing my initial um, drop off of flyers and uh, uh, the such uh, throughout the neighborhoods and stuff that I'm uh, targeting. Um, I would target neighborhoods around existing clients uh, first uh, to try and uh, pick up new clients in those areas since you're uh, already working established in those areas. Um, if you feel like you've um, 
you know, overly um, or aggressively have already uh, done those areas, then you may want to then expand to some other uh, neighborhoods. But typically, um, I like to try to build up as many clients as you can in those uh, neighborhoods, um, whether you're doing one or two or three or four houses on a block or sometimes more. Um, you know, that just uh, equals more profit uh, down the road if you're not moving your truck. Um, and you can just go from house to house. Um, although typically, depending on the situation, I find for uh, myself um, that I don't mind moving the truck, um, even if it's just down the street and stuff. Um, I kind of like the, the little break in between um, than do, having to do um, a stretch of, say, uh, three or four houses that are side by side, where typically then you're taking a trimmer and going uh, to all the houses and doing those. And then, uh, you know, doing the same with the mowing and then the blowing. Um, I like doing just um, personal preference, just doing a single house uh, or maybe two and then uh, moving on to a different location. Um, uh, but that's just me. Uh, obviously, the more houses you can do in an area without moving your vehicle, uh, the more profit and time uh, savings that uh, you have there. Um, so you want to make sure that uh, all that stuff is uh, ready to go. Like I say, uh, beginning of February, um, you'll start to see, at least in my neighborhood, uh, start to see other competing lawn care companies putting out their uh, flyers and stuff in mailboxes and under front mats and things like that. Typically that's also when, um, uh, other, uh, larger, uh, chemical, uh, spraying companies, um, will be out canvassing neighborhoods as well, trying to, um, sign up clients for their, uh, programs, um, as well. Um, now what I found in, uh, times like in uh, the beginning of February and stuff, uh, your rate of conversion for your flyers uh, and things like that um, will typically be uh, weather dependent. So what I mean by that is um, I wouldn't even bother uh, putting out flyers and stuff unless the weather is really nice. Um, because people don't tend to notice their gardens, uh, at all during dreary weather. Um, you know, if it's, um, cold and wet or snow, um, and, uh, people are coming home from work, they typically just tend to zip straight into the house, you know, maybe park the car straight into a garage and stuff, or they just, you know, either park on the street or whatever they, wherever they park their car after they come from work. Uh, and you know, they're just, um, anxious to get uh, back inside the house. Um, whereas uh, once the weather starts to warm up, um, and even if it's not warm, but the sun is starting to shine, people will typically spend more time outside, um, or they'll start to... Um, Maybe the ones that are uh, casual walkers that aren't uh, really a go for a walk every day type people, but ones that uh, will take the opportunity when the weather's nice. You just get a lot more activity outside during uh, nicer weather. Uh, so typically that's where I see when the calls will start to come in is uh, it'll be basically all weather dependent. So if I go out and uh, in that uh, first week of February, if it's pouring rain here um, and I go and spend a lot of time uh, delivering 
uh, flyers walking door to door, that sort of thing in those areas, trying to build up some new clients for the season. Um, I would typically not see as good as of a response as I would if the weather was nicer. If the weather is nicer, then, um, you know, that response is greater because people will pick up the flyer and they start to, uh, notice their gardens more, notice the lawn, and they just, uh, tend to be outside more, uh, and, uh, are thinking about that sort of thing. Um, so, just uh, a couple of tips there for you guys. Um, hopefully this episode uh, was uh, helpful for you guys starting out. Make sure that website is done if you haven't already. Make sure that your Google Places is ready to go, um, that your um, flyers and business cards are uh, printed and ready. Uh, basically, these are the last uh two months here to get all that sort of stuff in order. You want to make sure you've got your business license all sorted out um, and your um, insurance uh, for your business all sorted out, your liability insurance and even uh, personal injury insurance and all that sort of stuff. Um, you want to make sure everything's all ready to go so that there's no issues um, once the uh, season gets underway and uh, clients start calling. Um you know, because you never know with the changes. Um, just a quick story. Um, like I said, with the weather changes here, uh, typically for the first eight years or so of my business, um, like I say, I would start every April 1st uh, to typically do my mowing. Last year, like I say, was the first year uh, where that changed and mowing had to be done in March. And the funny thing is, is that I was sitting there um, and, uh, you know, expecting that I'd be starting in April and uh, had the um, uh, instance where the, my, my regular clients started either emailing me or uh, calling me and asking me to come and mow their lawn, where typically it's the other way around, where I'm calling them to remind them, uh, you know, close to April that uh, I'll be around and uh, be coming there. Or uh, our uh, last year, I started using Mailchimp to send out uh, emails to clients, uh, letting them know um, that I'll be there uh, starting, you know, April first or so. And uh, like I say, ironically, last year because it started early, the customers were actually the ones calling me and saying. Uh, you know, that it, their lawns uh, already needed a cut, uh, f you know, and asking when uh, I could start or if I could start earlier that year. Um, so you never know what the weather will bring and you want to make sure that all your ducks are in a row ready to go uh, regardless of that. Uh, so thanks again for listening uh, this week. Again, hopefully um, you found value in this episode. Um, and like I say, if you'd like to support the show, lawncarebusinesssuccess.com forward slash Amazon. Um, if you'd like to use that affiliate link for Amazon, um, like I say, a little small commission uh, will go uh, to us uh, to help offset the costs of uh, the podcast. Uh, other than that, don't forget to um, follow me on Instagram, lawncarebusinesssuccess.com. Uh, or sorry, Long Care Business Success is the username as well as the same username on YouTube. Um, and uh, that's it for this week. So thanks again for listening and be sure to join me next week for another episode. Until then, here's to wishing you all overwhelming success and freedom in your lawn care business. Bye for now. <laughs>